Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3 our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to Super Talk Outdoors from Back Bay of Biloxi in the Foundation Studio. I want to welcome you here. And uh, as you well know by now, this is where we celebrate the outdoors every single Monday at lunchtime. The world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi. I want to thank you for, listen- for uh, listening on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi network. You may be watching us at Super Talk TV at Ceasefire TV. But there's a chance you're listening on Facebook or YouTube or your favorite podcast. And as a result of that, I just want you to know it's May the 16th, 2022. We finally got an opportunity to go offshore this past weekend. It was a great trip. Uh, We are so lucky to live in coastal Mississippi, to have access to coastal Mississippi with some of the best offshore fishing, some of the best fishing in general in the world right here in coastal Mississippi. I'll be posting some uh, pictures from this past weekend on the Super Talk Outdoors Facebook page and some videos as well. I want to encourage you to go like that page. Uh, A growing number of people are doing that. It's a great way to go see the show if you miss it on on the radio. And uh, we also post some other online uh, and outdoors content there. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good one. So go, go like our page, Super Talk Outdoors at Facebook. Um, we've got a great show today. We're going to be spending the second half of the show with Major uh, uh, Megan Fedrick. Excuse me. She's uh, the, the first woman major in the, the history of the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. We're going to talk about, you know, her responsibilities, which are vast across the state. We're going to look, talk a little bit about boater safety and some of the, some of the, the importance of hunter and, and uh, boater education programs, the number of youth that are involved in the outdoors. It's just incredible the work that they're doing. So look forward to, to talking to Megan in the second half of the show. And I've got a real treat for the first part of the show. Uh, I mentioned youth who were involved in the outdoors. I talk about it all the time that most of us get our love of the outdoors from our fathers and mothers and maybe our grandparents. Um, or maybe someone close to our family has introduced us to the outdoors at a young age. But, you know, a family that hunts and fishes together usually stays together. Or maybe listen, we can even broaden it to say that a, a family that enjoys the outdoors together stays together. Um, anyway, it's, uh, it's, a, it's wonderful to see the number of young people who are involved. Megan and I will talk about in the second half the number of young people who are involved in their youth scholastic shooting program. And, uh, and anyway, it's just, it's just awesome to see so many young people being involved. I mean, the reality is that we need to have more people involved because if you look at the national numbers on the number of young people who are involved in hunting, the numbers have actually fallen uh, on a nationwide basis. So that certainly doesn't apply to our next guest. I want to invite my friend Lauren Head into the conversation. Uh, she's a 20-year-old from Canton, um, and uh, she attends the University of, of Mississippi Ole Miss. She's going to be a junior coming up this fall. But anyway, uh, before we go any further, let me just welcome to Super Talk Outdoors, Lauren. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you, Ricky? It's good to see you. Now, look, the radio audience can't see your background, but you're obviously, I guess, on a screen porch somewhere in the country on the outskirts of Canton. Where, describe where you are right now. Well, where you said I'm at my house in Canton. Um, I have a lake behind me. You can't see it, but yeah. if my, I, as I said, my, if my connection bugs out, that's, that's the country's fault, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. You know, I, we were introduced to you uh, through Roy Ruiz. Excuse me. Uh, people know Troy really well through uh, his work with with the Primos team. And, um, and you know, once I got to studying you, I, I was so impressed. I mean, you've been involved in deer hunting and 
turkey hunting and you went you you went to Colorado and killed an elk you went pheasant hunting recently you like to fish at Ross Barnett from from uh, from a kayak uh, you've got a great story to tell and I want to tell your story and uh, you had a actually really good hunting season you just passed uh, with your boyfriend Tyler you actually I think you posted you had a kind of a double whatever you killed a hog and a turkey in the same weekend um, there are very few girls that, that uh, take their boyfriends hunting and are the ones who lead the hunt who call in the turkey and, and do whatever you know you're in a rare you're sort of in rare company don't you yes sir I do I do but I enjoy every bit of it I enjoy it so you you got your your love of hunting from your dad, Chuck. T tell me about when was the first time he took you out in the outdoors? Oh, ever since I was a little girl. Um, I mean, it's everything I, I I grew up. This it's all I know. And um, I remember <laughs> one of my first hunts. My dad was turkey hunting. Funny enough, and apparently it was a good hunt. And I was sitting there. I was like four years old, okay? And we were sitting at the top of the hill. And turkeys were gobbling from all directions, okay? And my, apparently, my dad saw the turkey coming towards us. And he kept on gobbling. And it was like shaking the trees and all that. And I was scared. And so I told my dad, I said, Dad, let's go. Turkey honey scares me. And I, and I yelled at <laughs> So, you know, it takes a pretty incredible dad to walk. Well, he didn't really have any choice if I yelled it, but to walk away and to choose to take me again. So that, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. I mean, you, you know, it was, but it, you know, it wasn't a harbinger of what was to come. In other words, you, you, you weren't too scared because as he continued to take you, you started to really appreciate when you get out in the woods and you get quiet, amazing things start to happen, don't they? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just love taking in nature in itself. I, I just, it's not about the killing. It's about, it's just about getting in the outdoors. And my dad taught me everything I knew and I, I wouldn't trade him for anything. So talk, talk about that for me. And I, I say that all the time as well, that if you get the opportunity to shoot a turkey, that's great. But it's, uh, I, I love the way that Will, Will Primos talks about it. He says that he, it's almost like a religious experience. And while he gets that at church, that when he's hunting turkey, when he's in the woods with turkey, whether he shoots or not, he feels like he's actually in a prayer. You know, it's just a kind of a divine experience. I feel the same way. I mean, when I'm out, when I'm out and you get quiet, whether you're deer hunting or turkey hunting or whatever, even when, when I'm offshore, there's something amazing about when you get to see nature in this undisturbed, you know, the, the, the realism of it. It's incredible, isn't it? Yes, sir. I do a lot of my praying outside. And I just, I think about like how, if you look around, how could you not believe in a creator who created all of this? You know? Yeah. Yeah, you you mentioned. Listen, we talked a little bit about this before we started the show, but your your mother passed away about a year ago. God bless her and and you and your family from cancer. But you mentioned that she was, uh, you know, you, that she wasn't an outdoorsman. So she she your dad was uh, kind of taking her girly girl out into the woods, and she she didn't always uh, like it, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. I remember a story my mom told me. Um, my dad, we have the place we hunt at. There's a creek and my dad set up a little hunting blind for her and she just liked to take pictures, you know? And so while my dad was hunting, my mom was just off somewhere else, just taking pictures. And this hog comes out <laughs> and she was scared by it. And my dad came and picked her up after the hunt. And my mom was like, oh, Chuck, there was a bear. <laughs> he was so scared. <laughs> but no, that's upsetting at all. So, so as you know, Lauren, it could have been a bear at some point because the number, the bear population in Mississippi has really increased. But, but there are a lot of hogs, man. We we've got some management work to do, don't we? Sure are, sure are. So, okay, so you you continued on uh, going with your dad. When is your? Tell me about the first experience you had to actually hold a gun and aim it at a turkey, and what what did that do for you? Oh, oh my gosh, that's an adrenaline rush. Um, I remember 
and my dad was working the bird and I was just I was just shaking you know that adrenaline and I still get that I still get that when I was calling the bird for my boyfriend I was get I was I was shaking but I just it's just about working the bird and I mean that's the fun part and I just I don't I like there's so many instances I can't really remember <laughs> what happened but um I just I've taken to it. Yeah, I know I know you have. So in the second half I want we'll talk a little bit more about taking Tyler your boyfriend hunting. And the approach that you use, I, I like I like the way you talk about it, that you like to go in and be super quiet and you wait for the woods to wake up. And we'll, we'll come back to that in the second part of the show. But tell, tell me about going out to Colorado on your senior trip and, and getting an elk. Well, <laughs> my dad, he kind of surprised me with it. He was like, hey, Lauren, um, you want to go to Colorado for your senior trip? And I was like, do I? Yeah, dude. <laughs> and so we've actually road trip because I wanted to see a lot of the land, and um, uh, it was just beautiful. And I just, you know, again, I enjoy just seeing the landscapes and all that. But it was quite the experience. I didn't realize the elk were that big. Let's do the elk. Yeah, boy, they are big for sure. Huge. When we come back, we're going to hear about her elk hunt, and then we're going to we're going to talk about this like really heavy duty weekend she had with her boyfriend Tyler, where he killed not only a turkey but a but a hog as well. And again, I love the way she talks about that. But this this is uh, my friend, um, uh, excuse me, Lauren Head. Uh, she's 20 years old and she loves the outdoors. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 66. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 91. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 69. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 93. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Katherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. How can RJ Young help you? With digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology, RJ Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Time. This is Dave Logan. Whether it's sales or service, our goal at Cannon Nissan of Jackson is your complete customer satisfaction. We're here for you six days a week. Learn more at CannonNissanOfJackson.com. Nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Open Memorial Day. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Every day, I see people in crisis. On the surface, they need a good meal. Deep inside, they need hope. On my best day ever, I can't save anybody. But we each can be a tool God uses to change a life. I want to challenge you. Allow God to use you to help someone else today. Check us out at gatewaymission.org, helping people right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. 
Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I'm having a, an incredible conversation with Lauren Head. She's 20 years old from Canton. Uh, she goes to Ole Miss, and she was taught at a very young age to to love the outdoors. Her dad Chuck, you know, just taught her to love the outdoors, and she talked. I love the story of going out and uh, and having uh, turkeys all around you, one goblin, and you saying, "Dad, you, let's get out of the woods. <laughs> You're scared." But uh, like I said, that wasn't that wasn't a sign of what was to come because you were you were you would find yourself in a situation where you not only loved it but we're really good at it um hey we were talking about hunting uh, in colorado for your first elk you know i haven't done an elk hunt myself but i've been all over i've been all over that country you know, one of the things we did when I, my kids were younger is took them to a different national park every every year so we've been all over rockies and glacier national park and literally all over that part of the country so we've seen all the elk in the wild and moose etc 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 but um, and you mentioned the landscapes. I mean, it, it, we've hiked all through those areas, but that's tough hunting, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I found out that while you're walking up the mountain, it's hard to breathe. And we had a guide with us at one point, and he was just he was he was going so fast, I could not keep up. I was like, <laughs> hold, up, hold up, y'all, I gotta breathe. <laughs> So when you when you shot your first elk and you mentioned it when you walked up to it, it, it they are huge, aren't they? I really did not realize that they were that big. It still blows my mind. I have them mounted up in my room. I do. I got the antlers. They're very pretty. They're very beautiful animals. Yeah, that that is so cool. And along the way, you sort of you know you you, you took up fishing as well. So I mean, really, at the end of the day, you, Lauren, you're just someone who loves the outdoors and can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. If I stay inside too long, I go stir crazy. I really do. I got to so, so, uh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I said I have to be doing something outside, whatever it is. I'm kind of the same way, man. It's been like that my whole life. It's a it's a thing I always say keeps me young for sure. So, uh, so when you started dating Tyler, was he an outdoorsman? No, sir. No, sir. So, but it's interesting. I say this all the time. People get it if they don't get it sort of from a family tree. You know, it's just not in their DNA. Then they'll they'll meet somebody, and and it will that that will help them fall in love with it. It certainly happened to him, didn't it? I guess so. I mean, you know, when I took him turkey hunt, I'm I'm surprised I didn't scare him off by how bossy I was throughout the hunt. <laughs> So let's take let's take people through that hunt. You 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 have a unique approach. You you like to you like to stay very quiet and let nature sort of do its work. Talk about that a little bit. Yes, sir. Well, um, to start off with, uh, I've been turkey hunting on my own on and off for the past three years. And this year, I, I told my dad, I said, you know, Dad. I'm breaking up with you. I'm going off on my own, you know. <laughs> and so at the same time, I was like, well, I kind of want to take my boyfriend, you know, because he had only been a couple times. And so I wanted to see if I could call up a turkey for him. So the way I go by it is I just I let the woods wake up on its own. I let the owls do the work for me. You know, if I get some shot gobbles, great. I know where they are. Plus, if I carry that owl call in my vest, it's just too bulky you know it weighs me down so i just let the woods do the work for me well that particular morning me and my boyfriend get there before uh daylight and we're waiting 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 and it's complete silence and i'm like oh no <laughs> it's gonna be one of those type of mornings so i just told him so you know what let's just go set up somewhere and so we do and I do what the woods tell me what I need to do, saying if there aren't many turkeys, you know, down and off, well, I'm going to stay quiet. I don't want to sound desperate, you know? So I was doing my box call, a little tree talking every 20 to 30 minutes and nothing, nothing. And we did that for about an hour and a half to two hours in complete silence. 
So I just did that. I was like, hey, I'm here. Come get me if you want me. Come get some. I'm an option. But complete nothing. And so probably around 7.45 or 8, I hit my box call. Parky's sounding off to the right. I'm like, okay. We might be getting into a little something, something, you know? And so I, I hit my box call again. Turkey responds to me. And I was like, okay. So I go silent again. You know, I'm like, I ain't going to give him too much. And so <laughs> my boyfriend was kind of telling me, he, at one point he was like, well, hit your box call. I said, trust me. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. I'm going to let him come to me. And so I stay silent for another 20 to 30 minutes and I hit my box call again. He sounds off, but he changes location. And I know the layout of the road and there's a, a logging road that I, I figured he might be trying to head to. And so, you know, I hit it. He sounds off. I go quiet again. All right. So we wait. We wait. Well, I didn't touch my call at all. He gobbled. And when he gobbled, he was right there. He was right there. Like the tree shook again. And so I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I started shaking. <laughs> and I, 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 I was eyeballing my boyfriend and he hadn't moved. And I was like, get your gun up. <laughs> like he is right there. I said, bottom line, when you see him, he can see you. Do not move. Do not move. And so <laughs> um, he gets his gun up. I kind of move my gun in that same direction just in case two were going to come up. He take left. I take right. We tag team them. I put my box call down because I'm like, all right, this bird is coming. You know, we're, we're set. We're good. We're good to go. He's going to kill a bird. <laughs> and so a little bit goes by and my boyfriend says, I see him. And he, he saw some movement in the wood line right before the field starts. And I was like, oh, yeah, I see him. He was strutting back and forth, strutting, drumming, spitting, all that jazz. And so he does that for probably a good 10 minutes. And I'm like, I'm telling Tyler, I'm like, be ready. Just be ready. Like, I can see him. Just stay ready. Well, my box call is on the ground beside me, okay? <laughs> I hear a hen start sounding off. I'm like... Oh, goodness. No, I didn't do all this work for nothing. She ain't about to ruin this. No, thank you. And so I have to slowly get my box call while I'm watching the turkey strut back and forth. So I successfully get it while trying to balance my gun on my knee at the same time. And so the hen starts up. I cut her off. All right. Well, I start up and she cuts me off. And I'm like, uh-uh, no, ma'am, not today. <laughs> and so we go back and forth, and all at the same time, the, that turkey's probably just in, you know, heaven. He's like, oh, I got two ladies with me, you know? I got it made. <laughs> and so me and the hamburg we're cutting each other off, and that turkey's gobbling and all that. And finally, I'm able to get him away from his little girlfriend. And so I see him. I, I literally watched him tuck his wings and he full on sprinted to us right in Tyler's sights. And it was a perfect shot. You could have not asked for a more perfect setup. And then, I mean, that was it. That was it. You're a good, you're a great storyteller. Oh, really? Uh, I, I, could, I could picture every aspect of what you were talking about. Where did you learn that patience? See, a lot of people overcall. Same thing for ducks. They want to overcall. How did you, where did you learn that patience? Lots of years of observing my dad <laughs> and then eventually going off on my own because I started out, I really did. I started out, you know, trying to force it to happen. You cannot force it to happen. You have to let it happen. You know, you have to listen to what the woods are doing, and then you know what to do. And I still have a lot to learn. I don't claim everything. I don't. I claim. I don't claim to know everything. Well, you you say that, <laughs> but but the experience really shows. I mean, this the the whole notion of cutting off the hen that was distracting 
the situation. And and you, and you, you know what's interesting about that is you won. You won in a sort of a, a, a showdown with a with a live hen that wanted to to bring that that turkey toward toward her. And you weren't gonna let that happen, were you? Oh, sir, no, sir. But I bet that turkey wished he went to her. You know, I bet, I bet that turkey wishes he didn't cheat on his little girlfriend. <laughs> that that is so funny. Hey, I meant to ask you, what what do you get a degree in at at Ole Miss? Allied Health Nursing. Really good for you. Good for you. That, that's exciting that you're that you're that you're going to do that, and you went on to to get a hog that weekend. Unfortunately, we're out of time, but you know what? We're gonna, I'm going to have you back in the next couple months, and we're going to just kind of continue the conversation. It is so awesome to have someone like you, young woman who's involved in the outdoors, who's such a great storyteller, so passionate about what she's doing, and it's a, it's a real inspiration. So thank you for joining me. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. It was fun, no doubt about it. Hey, when we come back, we'll have Major Megan Fedrick from the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. We'll see you after this break. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. This is Michael Guest. I'm honored to serve as your congressman. The National Right to Life Committee has given me a 100% pro-life score. And the Susan B. Anthony list has given me an A-plus rating for my work in Congress on pro-life issues. Now more than ever, it's important we speak up for the unborn and support the right to life. I'm Michael Guest. I approve this message, and I ask for your vote on June the 7th. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. If recent hailstorms have invited Lurk the Leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, Lurk the Leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit LoseTheLeak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Baroni'sTreePros.com. That's Baroni'sTreePros.com. 
I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Stacey Pickering is officially out at the state VA. According to a press release from the agency, Pickering and his chief of staff, Melissa Wade, will be leaving the department effective July 11th. This announcement comes a week after it was reported that Pickering was stepping down. He then told the Daily Journal he wasn't stepping down as executive director. However, the Mississippi Veterans Affairs Board now says differently. In the meantime, Mark Smith will replace the former state auditor. Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss have received another big addition through the transfer portal. Former UFC wide receiver Jalen Robinson announced on Twitter that he'd be joining the Rebels for the 2022 season. Robinson was limited due to injuries in 2021, but in 2020, he was an all-AAC performer when he caught 55 passes for 979 yards and six touchdowns in 10 games. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires, just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 till 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut through walls and fall football. A Gulf Coast sunset. And a deal to Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I really enjoyed that conversation with Lauren Head. It's great to see young people engage in the outdoors. And every opportunity I get, I'm going to bring one of those terrific personalities into the fold here on Super Talk uh, Outdoors and hear their story. You know, where did they get their passion from the outdoors from? And in Lauren's case, it's just just a fun conversation. I really enjoyed that. So now let's shift gears. We're going to move over to my friend Major Megan Fedrick. She's been on the show before. We're going to we're going to learn more about what she does. We're going to talk about boater safety. There's a lot to talk about. But before we go any further, let me just welcome her back to to uh, Super Talk Outdoors. How you doing, Megan? Hey, doing good. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you. You've been with the agency for 23 years, and since the last time we talked. You've become a major, the first woman, a history-making move by the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. How does it feel to make history? That's what they tell me. Um, I guess it's good. I'm, I'm definitely busy, so um, plenty goes along with that new rank. So um, they keep me busy. Everything's good. I think everything's running smoothly. So I'm happy to be in that spot. I don't know that I feel any different, but <laughs> glad to be there. Well, that's great. It's it's really really good, and I congratulate you for your for your uh, advancement there in the organization. And I'm not Thank surprised you. about it at all. But you know, when we talked before, you had already, you already had a ton of of, of uh, responsibility in hunter education and boater safety, shooting ranges, youth youth uh, programs, etc. How how has your new role changed? Sort of your span of control, what you have responsibilities for. I definitely tell everybody that um, my plate is full, but saying that, why well, I'm, I'm very grateful because um, 
since the beginning of the year, I now have a full staff and I have a great staff of officers and civilians. So I have officers that help me um, with the enforcement side and the investigation side for boating and hunter ed, especially when it comes to um, hunting incidents or boating accidents throughout the state. So I'm, I'm great. I'm lucky to have these guys that are spread throughout the state to take care of those issues. And then we have our staff at our shooting ranges and they have some great managers to run those ranges. So um, I know that when something needs to be done, that it's going to be taken care of. And then we've just uh, gotten a new person, uh, Gary Holcomb, over our Mississippi Scholastic Shooting Sports Program. So Gary has hit the ground running and he's making sure that everything needs to be done. We just finished a regional tournament where we our shooters competed against South Carolina up at our MacGyver Range in North Mississippi. And they'll start now working on the new teams um, that are coming along in the shooting sports program for next fall. And we're actually doing construction on our McHenry Range in South Mississippi and hope to have that Sporting Clays Trail open here this summer, which should make an explosion of shooting sports in the south part of the state this year. I mean, you know, I mean, it is true. And then describe it for me, if you will, so for people who have not had this on their radar screen. Certainly we've talked about it here on, on Super Talk Outdoors before, but the shooting facilities that we have uh, we have access to now that have evolved are world-class facilities across the state, aren't they? I, I think they are. You know, MacGyver is our newest one, um, but McHenry is going to rival it here soon with the new uh, Sporting Clay Trail. Um, Turcotte is our oldest facility, but our most used because of the location of where it is. But if you were to walk up on, say, MacGyver, you'd have no idea you were in Mississippi. You could be, you know, it's as beautiful as any range you would see in any state that you think of that is maybe in a higher class level than Mississippi. But state of the art, um, we were happy to host like the tournament this past weekend with other states and have them bring their youth in to shoot. Everything they need is there. Um, so I cannot complain. There's, and I can't take credit for them. <laughs> they were handed to me later, but beautiful facilities. You know, you know, Megan, what's interesting to me is when you study the department's role in educating young people and involving them in, in shooting sports, it's unbelievable the number of kids that are involved in, uh, in shooting programs across this state. I mean, it's that is a terrific evolution, isn't it? I am very excited with the numbers. We have um, almost 1,100 kids signed up in the Scholastic Shooting Sports Program. It started out six or seven years ago with like 40 kids. It's been a long road. Michelle, that's with our foundation, did a lot of work on that and trying to just get your foot in the door because when you mention firearms, people get nervous. But this is a very safe sport. Um, it teaches all kinds of different life skills, especially responsibility and safety. And um, once we got our foot into the public, into the doors of the public schools, it's really started to grow. We feel like um, since we have so many teams in the north and central part of the state that once this trail opens in South Mississippi that we probably won't have to promote it very much, that it's just going to pick up really fast through word of mouth. You know, Michelle, you, you, you say, you know, people worry about kids being around firearms, but the key is really at the end of the day, teaching them to respect the firearm and understand about safety. And, you know, I tell you, as it relates to my kids, I'll just share something with you. And I think this sort of perpetuates itself through all the children who who go through these these um, these these education programs and as this whether it's whether it's you know shooting a bow or whether it's shooting a rifle when we're hunting and, and learning how to handle that rifle you know properly or whether it's offshore say we're 100 100 uh, miles offshore I, I said to them almost before they could even walk that when we're doing these things you don't get a second chance. You have to get it right the first time, and you got to learn to use it, to, you know, use it properly. And what what it, what it's done for my sons and my daughter as well. What it's done for them is teach them that safety is the name of the game, and they are as good around firearms or good around you know things that might otherwise hurt them as it relates to the outdoors as anybody. And it helps them actually become more responsible adults. You see that as well, don't you? 
I agree. You know, we, my little boy will tell you safety first, safety always. He has been uh, drilled into his head for years now. And it, it may seem silly, like if we tell him not to do something, why it's important to listen is because we say, well, if mommy and daddy are in the woods with you and we tell you not to do something, it's for a reason. There could be a venomous snake. There could be a dangerous situation. You know, we could. It, it's very important to learn the how, how important safety is in, in each role of daily life, especially when it comes to outdoor recreation. But hopefully having some of the classes that we offer, having this um, shooting sports program that we are able to instill that responsibility in, into those kids at an early age. Hey, when you were a captain, did you also at that time have responsibilities for investigating hunting and boating accidents? That was always sort of part that of it. That was always a part of it. So I, I had Hunter Ed initially and then kind of gradually took over the boating program probably in early 21 somewhere so i had it about a year before i moved up to major and then now i've got the the ranges and the shooting sports although i was always it part of shooting sports helping out with that program anyway so i was very familiar with it and how it worked well you know what's interesting to me it's more than interesting i guess it's actually important that when you're involved in sort of the forensic breakdown of a hunting accident or the or the i mean if you do a search on boating accidents in mississippi the good news is we don't have a lot of them but one is too many and, and often they're tragic when it happens but the bottom line is though when you have the opportunity to sort of break it all down and be involved in a full-scale investigation it helps you create a more compelling case for action for why the safety side is so important and uh, it, it's heartbreaking, but it's also, you know, just a, a, just an incredible reminder of why what you do in terms of the training programs, the education classes, are, is so important. About to put me on my soapbox. Oh. <laughs> My, what I always think about when I think about us having different boating issues or boating accidents is that some reason in, in people's minds, a, a boat is not like a car to them. It is a completely a recreational thing that, hey, anyone can do it. I can do it. You can do it. You know, a little kid can do it. We don't need the training. We don't need to think about how important it is to follow the, basically the rules of the road or the, the boating laws on water. I mean, there's you pass on the right you, you mean there's things you do when you comes to boating that people have no idea um, we have folks out there that will be grandfathered in because of their age that don't aren't required to take an education course but an education course could be beneficial to everyone that operates a boat in Mississippi you know they also think well you know we, we drink we boat it's just a fun weekend but that's also where we get into situations as well is that you need a designated driver whether you're in a car or a boat and it just seems like those two are never comparable in, in people's minds, it is it is tragic. And usually, when you do when you do uh, an assessment of an accident, certainly after living here for most of my since I was four, I've been on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. The accidents that occur are usually associated with number one, someone was under the influence or distracted in some way, or the other, they just weren't well trained. You know, they made a decision to go to Horn Island when the conditions were terrible and right. they, you know, should have never been offshore. But I mean, it's, you know, again, it, there, it, actually there's a lot more to think about on the boat than when you're in a car. <laughs> that's, that's the reality. And, uh, it, and it, it, this, the kind of boat that you're in and whether it can, whether that particular situation or not, just really, really important. Hey, when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit more about sort of what's the, what's the name of the game this time of year as they focus on education, especially boater safety. We're, we're having a conversation with Megan uh, Frederick. She's a major, first woman major for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks. She has a ton of responsibility. And uh, I enjoy visiting with her here on Super Talk Outdoors. We'll see you after this break. Whistling that sweet soul for him. I said three Mississippi to this land called home. I breathe Mississippi till I'm dead and One Mississippi to Mississippi, <laughs> there are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta, we're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. 
There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products, and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. How do we make a great deal even greater at AgUp Equipment? We up it. During the 75th anniversary, get an added $1,075 discount on a John Deere 5E tractor, bringing the total discount to $3,825 off. And get 0% financing while you still can. So tackle the big jobs in a 5E tractor with up to 73 horsepower. Visit agup.com. Offer valid 516 through 53022 or when inventory runs out. Three-cylinder tractors only. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Here in Mississippi, we believe that life is precious and must be protected. But Congressman Guest voted twice to give $1.1 billion of your tax dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. I'm Michael Cassidy, and my promise to you is that unlike Congressman Guest, I will never vote to give even a penny in taxpayer funding to Planned Parenthood. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-life Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richmond. Join Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. What does Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation do for Mississippi? Our goal is to create opportunities for Mississippi farmers and ranchers to have a better life and make a better living. We offer education and safety programs, create scholarship opportunities, and provide health resources for our members, not to mention our agricultural advocacy efforts. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Kudzu Walls and Fall Football, a Gulf Coast sunset. And a deal to Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have Major Megan Fedrick with me today. She's the director of Hunter Education and Voting Safety, but she has so much more responsibility than that. Uh, you know, the Mississippi Scholastic Shooting Program is very significant. As we just talked about at the beginning of the show, the, the shooting facilities we have across the state are literally world-class. People I talk to who love the outdoors, who frequent those uh, various shooting ranges, the man, they, they could not 
sing their praises enough. It's truly remarkable what this what this state has done, and the leadership of the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks is sort of at the at the core of that. Um, so, so Megan, you know, we're just the final segment. We've got about six minutes and fifty seconds, so I want to make sure we hit some of the, the most important points, but. You know, we were talking about voter safety when we mm -hmm. went to the break. You guys really spend a lot of time focusing on that, don't you? We do. Um, we offer classes throughout the state, mostly in the spring and early summer. And then we also have an online uh, course that is available for those that can't make it to a class. Now, all of those courses, whether it's in person or online, are certified by NASBLA, which is the governing governing body that determines what standards we need to meet in teaching voting education. Uh, that's great. So, there, what's the what's the okay? So, what what age group is the critical age group? I hate to actually even talk about age because the reality is everyone needs to go through voter safety. But and it's the same if, thing with Hunter Ed. That's what I tell people. Yeah. You may have missed the cutoff, but it will not hurt you to take the class. You know, it won't hurt so, anybody so to be cutoff? educated. So we what? All right, anyone born after June thirtieth, nineteen eighty has to have a voter education class to operate a boat in Mississippi. Um, it doesn't matter if you were grandfathered in and your state that you came from and you were gonna be in Mississippi for the weekend, you are not grandfathered in here if you were born after that date. You need to have a voter ed class. Um, we will certify age 10 and above in our courses because we believe you need to be at least 10 to be able to comprehend the information and take the test. Uh, but like I said, if you were born before that date and you just go out and buy a boat and you've never operated a boat and you don't know what to do with that boat, take the online course at least to do something to give you some ideas of how to operate a boat on the water. It, like I said, it's not, you just don't buy it and it's, you pull out a piece of paper and it says, do this, do this, do this, and you automatically are a boat operator. It takes time, it takes practice, and there's some things that you need to know um, before you get in that boat. I luckily grew up on a lake, so it's kind of instilled in me from an early age, but a lot of people will say, hey, let's buy, let's buy a boat, let's go on the reservoir. <laughs> and then there they go. <laughs> hey, I, li I live on the water here on Biloxi Back Bay, so I've, I've really been able to see over many years sort of you know, what's popular, what's not popular. But the one thing that really scares me to death is the personal watercrafts. You know, when, when we were, when we, you know, when our kids are younger, we had a couple of sea and they would go 55 miles an hour. But I, I regularly see sea groups of sea going by my house, 65, 70 miles an hour. Uh, man, that scares me to death. I agree. And there's a lot of people, homeowners, that don't want the, the wake up on their piers or in different areas. And I know it depends on where you are. There could be a no wake zone, which could be favorable or helpful. It, it just depends. But like I said, it's it's this viewed differently than um, a car on the road. So they feel like they're in the water, so they're safe. They can play. They can do whatever they want. But it would be nice to know that um, we've at least had a chance to, to sit them down in a class or give them a course so they can understand the ramifications when things don't go the way that they planned. I bet, you know, I, I think about this, but, I, but um, it's actually a miracle we don't see more more accidents with personal watercraft. I mean, just given how young some of the people are who are operating them, how fast they go. Um, going into places where there's a lot of heavy traffic and whatever. I mean, sometimes I, I see kids, teenagers out at Horn Island on a, on a personal watercraft. I mean, it's just, it's really kind of scary, actually. That, that is quite the distance. And of course, your whole world down there is a little bit different. I've worked landlocked my whole life. So I don't see the, the big stuff that goes on on the coast unless I'm going over, you know, incident reports. But um, I do understand that. And as long as they're 12 and over and have voter ed, they can operate a boat in Mississippi. I was also wanted to put the responsibility into the parents' hands and say, if you think your child, teenager, is not responsible enough, then you know maybe you hold back on letting them do something until you feel that they they have that level of responsibility. But um, you know, just so that we don't miss anything today, I do want folks to know that um, you have to have a life jacket on to operate that personal watercraft, and you have to have a life jacket on board every for every person own a boat in Mississippi, um, and especially if that boat's underway and that child is under 13, they have to have that life jacket on while the boat is moving. 
that cannot be more important. You know, we don't have much time left, but on the on the voter operators checklist, and, and, well, actually, you know what we're going to do, Megan, I'm going to have you back in a couple of weeks, and we're going to okay. continue the conversation. I'd like to really break it all down on the on the on the uh, safety checklist for voters. Um, and there, there are other things we can talk about as well. But I would love to talk about today. vote registration, Ricky. Yeah, for sure. When Gotta not to buy a boat. I would love yeah. to talk about that. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Anyway, hey, Megan, it's been great to catch up with you. Have a great Thank weekend. Thank you so much. You uh, have too. a great week. Excuse me. Have a great week. <laughs> Y'all too. Uh, we will uh, we will uh, see you next Monday. And as I always like to end the show, stay safe. Really what the second half of the show is all about. Stay safe when you're in the outdoors and have a great week. Talk Mississippi Media Production.